friends, Martin here from Dad's Bedtime Stories. I know it's been a few days since you've heard anything from me, but here in Canada, it's been a long weekend and I've been hanging out with family. Either way, we're going to move on to episode 110, which I believe will be called The Return to the Rainbow Unicorn Planet. And if you're not a regular listener to the show, you might forget that in a past episode, the main character found a rainbow unicorn dog and a rainbow unicorn cat who had uh, crash landed on Earth in their spaceship and then helped them get back home. And, well, this episode will pick up from where the last episode left off. That's going to be important information to bring up in the future. So as usual, just get as comfy as you can in your bed, close your eyes, and just imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. You wake up on spaceship. You sit up and realize that you've fallen asleep on the couch again. You get up and head over to the view screen. It looks like spaceships just jumped out a super hyperdrive above the... Oh yeah, above the dinosaur zoo planet. You look around the ship again and you see that it's still in its giant cargo hold size. When you walk to the back of the ship, there's a little viewing window that looks down into the cargo hold. And inside the cargo hold, you see thousands and thousands of dinosaurs from all different species who you've just saved from the evil zookeeper. Well, we better get these things home you say. You fly down over the zoo planet. First you head into the air dinosaur habitat. You pass through the shield that protects it from the outside world. And once again you see a world full of gigantic trees with lakes full of fish and lots of room to fly. You go to the cargo hold and open the back hatch. You signal for the flying dinosaurs to come out, and one by one, they walk past you, spread their wings, and jump out the back of the ship, taking flight immediately and gliding back down to where their home used to be. Next, you head to the ocean habitat where the swimming dinosaurs live. You lower the ship right down over the ocean and once again open the back hatch. Little robots go and fetch the water dinosaurs and one by one they fly them out the back of the ship and carefully place them back in the ocean inside their habitat. They seem to jump up and wave goodbye to you. And you head back to the control panel and drive over to the land habitat where you let out the rest of the dinosaurs. When that's all finished, you fly up out of the atmosphere and you watch as the zoo planet disappears behind you with its three giant glowing domes disappearing from sight. You jump to super hyperdrive and you decide it'll probably just be a relaxing day of watching TV and that sort of stuff. You sit down on the couch and you start flipping through the channels on the television. Nothing really catches your interest. And then you 
hear a strange noise. It sounds like an electric guitar playing a really high note or something like that. You run over to the viewing screen and you see color starting to swirl around the ship. Every single color twirling around it like a rainbow or something like that. And suddenly, it seems to veer the ship off to the right. So you're flying through a tunnel of rainbow colors instead of normal hyperspace. It looks really strange passing through such a colorful tunnel. Spaceship, what's going on? An unknown force has taken over the ship. It has placed us in some sort of wormhole. The power signatures are similar to your friends from the Rainbow Unicorn Planet. Our friends from the Rainbow Unicorn Planet? You mean this is some sort of Rainbow Unicorn magic? I believe so, explains Spaceship. Well, I guess there's nothing to be too worried about then. Let's see where this takes us. You fly left, right, up and down through the magical tunnel. And before long, you see an opening in the distance. The ship flies out through the opening and suddenly stops. You find yourself floating right above the rainbow unicorn planet in the exact area where you dropped off the rainbow unicorn dog and the rainbow unicorn cat before. You fly the ship down to the surface and land where you met those two once before. You open up the back hatch and you walk outside. You're greeted by the dog and the cat once again. They fly around you in circles, leaving a trail of rainbow behind them wherever they go. Then they land on the ground. The rainbow unicorn cat starts pressing up against your leg and the dog begins barking and wagging its tail. You bend down and scratch each of them on the chin. Uh, what's going on? Did, did you two bring me here? The dog barks twice in reaction and then flies up right in front of your face. It opens its mouth and rainbow shoots out of it. It twirls around in a circle and starts making a strange pattern right above your forehead. And then when you look up as high as you can with your eyes, you start to see something appearing. It looks kind of like a unicorn horn. Is the dog giving you a unicorn horn? You feel a strange tingling sensation on your forehead and then you're sure that's what's happening. You're growing a unicorn horn. When it's done, it feels very strange. Uh, what are you guys doing? Like, wh why would you give me a unicorn horn? I mean, it looks kind of cool, but I don't know if my friends are going to like me having this. Don't worry about your friends, 
says some voice inside your head. What? What was that? It's me, Rainbow Pups a lot. Rainbow Pups a lot? You mean you can talk? Talking is not exactly the right thing. It's more like telepathy, explains the dog inside your head. All of us on the Rainbow Unicorn Planet communicate using our unicorn horns. Since you did not have one, I decided to give you one, explains Sir Pupsalot, the Rainbow Unicorn Dog. Uh, thanks? Um, well, at least now you can explain what I'm doing here. What you're doing here? You're here to help us, explains another voice, which turns out to be coming from the cat. Uh, what's your name? I like to call myself Mrs. Meowgy. Mrs. Meowgy? Uh, nice to meet you, Mrs. Meowgy, you say. We called you here because the Rainbow Unicorn Planet is in danger. It, it is, you say? What kind of danger? Well... All of our unicorn powers come from our special sun. You can see it there in the sky. You look up at the sun in the sky, and instead of being a normal color, it's made of every single color of the rainbow. If we're cut off from it for too long, our rainbow powers won't last, explains Mrs. Meowgy, the cat. Okay, well, what's going to stop the sun from getting to you? Look over there, gestures Mrs. Meowgy, making a rainbow fly directly out of the unicorn horn where she wants you to look. You look up at the sky, and you see some sort of giant, completely dark thunderstorm appearing over the entire sky. Well, you guys don't normally have thunderstorms? I mean, we have those all the time on Earth. It'll just be temporary and then it'll go away. The problem is, this one is not temporary. And it is not normal, explains Sir Pupsalot. It started to appear yesterday and has slowly spread across our entire planet. Not only does it seem to block the light from the sun, it also has some sort of magic dampening properties. Magic dampening properties? Huh, well, I guess we better go check it out. Um, can you lead me to where the source of it started? I believe so. Follow me, says the rainbow unicorn puppy. Mrs. Meowgy and Sir Pupsalot fly into the air. Come with us, they say. Eh, okay, you think. And you start to follow after them. Then you realize you are flying? You started following after them by just flying? Uh, 
how am I doing this? You ask. It's the unicorn horn. It allows you to use the power of the unicorn planet. Uh, okay. Alright, you say. You just continue to think about flying and you easily fly through the air after the dog and the cat, leaving a trail of rainbow behind you. You fly up over the trees, high above the clouds, until you can see the huge dark storm below you. Lightning shooting out of the clouds at many different places. Sir Pupsalot and Mrs. Meowgi lead you high above the storm over the Rainbow Unicorn Pal's planet. You can feel the breeze in your hair and across your unicorn horn as you fly through the sky at incredible speed, shooting rainbows out behind you. After a while of flying, Sir Pupsalot and Mrs. Meowgi come to a stop. We believe it started here, Mrs. Meowgi points down with her unicorn horn. Below you, you can see a huge swirl of dark clouds, moving around in a slow circle, almost like a whirlpool, but made of black clouds. You can feel weird and gross-feeling energy emanating off of it. You decide you better go see where the source is coming from. You fly directly down towards the storm. It feels really strange, but you can somehow just sense where it's coming from. I need to get through the storm, you say. We can use our powers to create a force field. It won't last forever, but it should protect us for a while. At least until our powers run out, explains Sir Pups a lot. Okay, how, how do we do that? Just imagine the shield protecting you with rainbow colors of all sorts, and the horn will do the rest. You close your eyes, and when you do, you feel surrounded by multiple colors and a strange feeling of happiness and relaxation. You allow that feeling of happiness and relaxation to shoot out the top of your unicorn horn and surround you with a protective bubble of color and magic or something. I'm not really sure what it is, but it's definitely really cool. Covered in the protective shield, you fly down towards the storm. You enter the dark clouds, and lightning shoots around you. One strikes the shield, but just deflects off in another direction. You go lower and lower and lower, until you drop below the clouds. As soon as you do, you can see a trail of cloud going down from the sky towards the earth below. It's almost like a line, but you can tell that 
whatever it is down there is where these clouds are coming from. You fly down and down and down until you land on the ground, right beside the source of the strange clouds. There, you see a sloth? Or a unicorn sloth? Laying on the ground. Its unicorn horn has been broken. Out of the opening of the horn, the dark clouds are just streaming out and up to the sky. Uh, are you okay? You ask the sloth. Am I okay? Does it look like I'm okay? Says the sloth. Uh, well, no, obviously not. I just wasn't sure how to start the conversation. Uh, what happened to your horn there? I was having a good time, and then my friends started to make fun of me for going so slow. I got angry with them, and tried to hit them with a rainbow beam, but instead of a beam of rainbows, dark black light shot out. I couldn't control it, and I suddenly started falling from the sky. I landed on my horn, and then it just kept leaking the darkness out of it, up into the sky. But there's nothing I can do about it, says the sloth. No one likes me anyways. That's not true, you say. I love sloths for one, and you seem like a pretty cool character. Really? says the sloth. You're just lying. You just don't want the rainbow planet to be taken over. Well, that's sort of true too, but I mean, you and I could be friends if you want. I've always wanted a friend that's a sloth. Really? The sloth says. Of course, like how many of my friends have a rainbow unicorn sloth as a pal? As you say that, you think you see a couple little shots of color shoot out of his horn instead, but the stream of clouds continues. I don't know how to stop it. I'm a failure, says the rainbow unicorn sloth. I have a feeling it might have to do more with your thoughts than anything. When you thought people were going to be your friends, it sort of changed a little bit, you explained to the sloth. Why don't we help you, Sir Pupsalot? Come on over here, and you too, Mrs. Meowgy. Let's help the sloth feel a little bit better. 
you, Mrs. Meowgi, and Sir Popsalot sit on each side of the sloth. You begin to tell the sloth all of the jokes you can think of. Uh, hey, what did the tie say to the hat, you ask? I don't know, the sloth says. Uh, you go on ahead, I'll hang around here, you say. The sloth thinks about it for a while, and then lets out a few slow chuckles. <laughs> and as he does, little shots of rainbow shoot out of the horn instead. See, it's working. You just have to think better thoughts. You're not meant to think about all these dark things. And with your horn being broken, I think you're just letting them all out into the air unfiltered. Oh. What things can I think of? The sloth says. Mrs. Meowgi starts to press up against the sloth. And the sloth slowly reaches down and starts to scratch the cat on the side of the face. Then... Sir Pupsalot curls up in the sloth's lap and lays down. You don't actually have to think about anything, you say. Just think about right now. Think about what's happening in front of you. Just pet the cat or the dog and enjoy the conversation we're having. Okay, says the sloth. The sloth slowly pets Sir Pupsalot on the head, and the cat curls up beside it. You continue to talk to the sloth for a long period of time, and the more you do, the happier the sloth gets. And soon, the dark energy that was shooting out of the sloth's horn becomes a rainbow once again without him even noticing it. Then, the rainbow energy starts to form itself back into a horn, repairing the one that's been broken. You watch as the rainbow power rebuilds the horn starting at the base of the skull and working its way up. And as the last of it rebuilds itself, the stream of light and darkness stops entirely. The clouds begin to dissolve, and the sun shines once again. Whoa, thank you, says the sloth. No problem. By the way, what's your name? Slothy, says the sloth. You're a sloth named Slothy, are you kidding me? That's... Uh, anyway, well, it was nice to meet you, Slothy. I think I should probably get back home. I've been here for a while, but I'd love to come visit again. Come any time, says Slothy. Spaceship, where are you? Spaceship zips right in front of you and stops. Oh, there you are. Um... Can you maybe put one of those portals on this planet so we can come visit again? Understood, says Spaceship. 
the back of the ship opens up and robots fly out carrying a portal. They place it on the ground nearby. Now, what do I do about this horn? I don't really want to go back to Earth with it. Oh, right. Well, the horn will only appear when you are here. Unless you live here for a long time, it won't be permanent. Oh, okay then. Well, it was nice meeting you guys and actually being able to talk with you this time. I guess we'll see you soon, you say? See you soon. Yes, see you soon. Sir Pazalot and Mrs. Miyagi respond. The portal lights up a bright blue color once again, and you and Spaceship step through it. As soon as you do, you feel the unicorn horn dissolving and disappearing, and you find yourself flying through a multicolored wormhole once again. You arrive home before too long, and you head straight to bed. It's been such a long time, and a much longer story than normal. You see your covers and you climb into the bed. You pull them up over top of yourself and you just let your head hit the pillow. Nothing has ever felt comfier than this. You close your eyes and you begin to focus on your breath, noticing as it goes in and out. No need to think of anything else. You just listen to the rhythm of your breath as you allow yourself to drift off to sleep. Good night, everyone. <laughs>